welcome to ShoeCast, the only podcast in the world where you can align yourself with other people who have the same passion for shoes. Now, let's get right into today's episode. What's up, podcast listeners? Welcome back to another ShoeCast show where we will be interviewing and talking everything related to shoes. Today, we are talking to Mark. He is a great sneaker photographer and also designs some clothing. You can find his work on Instagram at 19.85. How's it going, Mark? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on board. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for tuning in. So uh, before we start, you know, why is that your Instagram handle that we just mentioned? You know, where did that kind of derive from? <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty simple, to be honest. It's, uh, it's the year I was born um, and, and Jordan 1s are my favorite Jordans. So um, yeah, oh, okay. it just tied in quite nicely. Oh, there, there, you there you go. Okay, so it, it's got some meaning to it. We just like, I did, you don't have a name like that and not have a meaning for it. So it's kind of <laughs> curious about what it might be. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, well, I would have liked it without the dot in it, but um, the the producer nineteen eighty five got there before me, so yeah. Well, right. you know, you gotta you gotta take your losses sometimes. But uh, yeah, the funny thing is, I get uh, all these. I had, there's a Facebook page that's linked to it, and I get all these messages. They're obviously meant to be for him. Uh, like, oh, hey, bro, I got these beats. I want to send you. I got this demo tape. I want to send uh, you. I yeah. know you're on tour with with Drake at the moment, but can I send you this? Oh like, my gosh, <laughs> wrong, wrong guy. That's crazy. That's so funny. That's uh, a good way to get publicity, though, is to have some. It's to you know get some of those you know leftover followers that are like, oh, this is the guy, and they start going. But uh, so but uh, yeah, Mark, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah. So um. I live in uh, in Norwich in the UK, so uh, it's about an hour and a half. It's uh, sort of like the East Coast, um, hour and a half from London on the East Coast. Um, just a, a big basketball fan, um, and that's that's what got me into sneakers. Um, so yeah, I started kind of got my first pair of Jordans when I was like sixteen, um, and then it just progressed from there. And then um, just enjoy meeting people through sneakers just enjoy sharing sharing a passion about it talking about sneakers talking about basketball um and that's just yeah kind of progressed into everything i do really so very cool so yeah obviously you're you know big into sneakers so how would you say you got into sneakers you know from the beginning um so when i was 16 um i was uh we we have college over here we start when we're 16 um, oh, okay so I was at, uh, and then you go, and then you have two years, and then you go to university, which is what you guys call college. Right. Uh, right. At, at eighteen, yeah. So I was a, uh, I was at college playing basketball, and um, I was just playing in whatever Nikes. And uh, a friend of mine who I, I had a part-time job at a supermarket, I was working with him, and uh, he played as well. And he was like, "Bro, <clears throat> these Nikes are shit. They were like the, the kind of like the bottom of the line type right. Nikes I had, you know, the cheapest ones." Mm -hmm. And he was like, "I've got some Jordans." Um, uh if you want them um and i was like yeah <laughs> um so he actually um he had two pairs of jordan 14s um he had the last shots that he had himself and he had a pair of the black and uh indiglo um which he'd worn for a little bit but he didn't like them as much so he actually gave those to me he gifted those to me um and that just started it all so i had those and then um when i was 18 that's what that was 2003 that's when the the jordan 18 came out Mm -hmm. um, when Jordan was playing for the Wizards um, oh, and yeah. that's the first pair I ever bought with my own money um, so we had a, a store here which sold kind of like I don't know if you guys remember but like Mecca uh, and FUBU and Sean John and all that kind of oh, stuff okay. yeah 
Yeah, so this store sold that and it sold Jays as well. So because we, we didn't have a footlock or anything like that here. Right, um, gotcha. so, yeah, I bought, bought those 18s with my own money. Um, and then, yeah, after that, it just, just progressed into the beast that it is now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so, you know, what made you transition, I guess, from, you know, just having the sneaker and enjoying the sneaker to actually showing it off and taking, you know, some photographs of the shoes? Yeah, so uh, in 2015, um, I moved to New Zealand. Um, so yeah, sold, sold my house, um, left my job and decided to go traveling, um, and to work. So went traveling for, in New Zealand for about five or six weeks, um, like in a, in a camper van, which was awesome. Um, and whilst I was over there, I had, um, spoken to some people on Facebook groups, sneaker Facebook groups. Um, and there was like a couple of events going on. So we decided to settle um, in Auckland, um, which is like the, the, the main city in, in New Zealand, not the capital, but it's the biggest city. Um, went to um, a couple of events and I met some great people um, who were, you know, exactly the same mindset. It's crazy how, you know, you've gone the other side of the world and the people there are exactly the same. You know, they they have the same idols that you do. You know, they're into the same sneakers that you do. They're, they're the craziest thing. I have to just tell this story. I, I never met anybody in there before. Went to this tiny little event, and there was some guys in there doing a store. And I had cool gray fours on, and I walked in there, and this guy was like, "Hey, bro, nice cool gray fours." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, man." And we started talking about Jordan fours, and I said, "Oh, I love the I love the the tour fours," and he was like, "Oh, man, this guy, he done this crazy um, tour six custom. Let me show you a picture of it. That was my shoe." Oh, so I had done it about two months ago. It was the last no thing I way. did before I left. And wow. I was like, bro, that, that's my, and that's my Instagram had like maybe 300 followers at that, at that stage. So he was like, and I was like, that's me. And anyway, he's one of my best friends still. We, we, we talk every single day. <laughs> so that's, um, that's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> it's just, it's such a small world, man. Yeah, it really um, is. And anyway, he's actually the guy who kind of inspired me to take photos. So he was a really good photographer. His name's Isaac. Shout Isaac Lee. Um, and he was the guy. He he was always. We don't go to camp outs. We would whenever someone got a new pair, he would want to shoot them. Um, really creative. Um, really good photographer. And um, I loved going shooting with him. Um, and then as soon as I got back, um, so that was 2016. Um, got myself just a, a, a cheap camera. Um, and a lens and, and that was it. So yeah, 2016, I kind of started going, kind of taking more shots around Christmas. And then yeah, 2017, I kind of started taking it a bit more seriously and mm. uh, starting to build up a bit more of a following and posting regular. Very nice. cool. So uh, you mentioned, you know, kind of how, how the come up happened. So do you do this full time or is this, you know, not your full time thing right now? No, no, no. So um, I work um, in training and development um, as my kind of full time day to day job. Um, and then, yeah, everything I do with sneaker photography and uh, some of the clothes and stuff that I do is just, yeah, everything else I do is on the side. So oh, okay. training and development, what do you mean for that? Uh, so essentially, um, I work for um, a large company and we manage um, the, the training for all the staff. Oh, um, okay. So I, yeah, I actually would train staff and coach staff um to mostly in, in leadership and management cool, okay cool, cool, cool. 
So, you know, I guess you kind of meant. Yeah, you got you. Especially, especially these times. That's good. Um, so you kind of already mentioned, I guess, some moments since in the past. Like but, that story. That story was incredible. Yeah, that's that's so cool. But uh, I guess what would be one of the more uh, memorable moments since you've been involved with sneakers? Oh man, um, there's so many. Um, I can think. Um, so another one in New Zealand, um, there was, they dropped the white cement fours and the, the OVO tens. Do you remember those? Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the the white cement fours and the OVO tens dropped on the same day. Um, and you had to go to Nike. Um, there was no queue and they had security guards there and there was, this is in Auckland and there was basically this huge crowd of people and there was probably a hundred, hundred people there um and we were kind of waiting for how they were going to do the line whether it was going to be like a raffle whether you pick a random number suddenly the security got so i was there with the the soul merchants guys so there's there was five or six of us there and suddenly um the security guard just goes okay everybody queue up now and people just ran there was people I, I i swear to god there was a girl whose feet weren't touching the floor she was slammed against the window and her feet were in the air like so it was chaos. So everybody kind of got in this queue and we were like, whoa. It's like Black so, Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like that. Yeah. So we were like, whoa. So we didn't we didn't get in the queue. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not staying out all night not to get a pair. <laughs> so this was it. Yeah, maybe 1 a.m. Went home and then we were talking in the group still. And we were like, fuck it. Let's go back at like 6 a.m. and see if other people decided to drop out as well. So we came back got in the queue it wasn't huge but they didn't get like massive allocations it wasn't like you know you kind of get in the states or over here where you get huge allocations of stuff mm-hmm. um they only had a really limited amount so anyway we my friend and i queued up one at a time in the store he went in they had the last pair of the ovo tens in his size wow. um and he was absolutely stoked came out i went in neither in my size so i'm absolutely gutted came out and i'm i'm sitting uh we we, we went for breakfast because by this time we'd had about three hours sleep and we were starving so went for breakfast um sitting there eating breakfast and uh there's an online drop from a store there called loaded and so we're all trying again all of us strike out sitting there i'm like fuck i've had three hours sleep (laughs) (laughs) i'm sitting here i've got no shoes like defeated yeah i got nothing my my wife messages me I I got them for you online. Oh, no, man. no way! Oh man, <laughs> so worth it. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine oh, so that I, feeling. Oh man, I was so pleased. You know when you're like, shit, I fucked up. I've got nothing. I've wasted the whole night, and then yeah, she managed to cop online. So that's yeah, crazy. That that's usually how it works, man. It's always the girl, or you know, she, oh, I just woke up. I woke up late, and I just, you know, I heard you wanted these shoes, and then I got them for you. And you're like, what? I spent like 18 remember, hours. Yeah, it. like he he would be sitting down trying to cop Yeezys, like at the most like opportune times, like super late at night, where there may not be as many people going for him, and would never cop. And then one time he's just sitting down at a baseball game trying to cop on his phone. He's like, yeah, I got one. Yeah, it's just like, so I got weird. One. It's just you never <laughs> yeah. just know when it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so you know, I I read the uh, finish line article that came out. That was really cool. 
And I noticed that it said that you uh, design clothing. So I just wanted to ask, what came first? Was it designing clothing or, you know, taking photography of sneakers? Oh, definitely the photography. So really the clothing has only been something that I've been doing probably for the last six months. Um, So I just um, had a kind of an idea for a tee that I wanted to do, um, made it for myself, put it on my Instagram, and people were like, I need that. Like, I really like it. So it was a... It was a Nas tea with a with a quote from Ether on it, um, and it's bleached. Um, and I, I just like okay, I'll make I'll make twenty. So I made twenty, um, and I could have sold fifty. Like it was crazy how the DMs were coming in um, wow. as soon as I put it out. So then, um, so I've done three more since then, and I but I'm only doing really limited runs. So I'm only doing twenty or thirty because um, mm. really it's it like it's just something that I do for fun. Right. Um, and I don't want to. I'm kind of at that stage now where I don't want to get a hundred or two hundred or something made, and it doesn't sell out or people don't like it because it's not so limited. Right. Um, so I'm at that stage where I'm thinking, you know, how do I push it? So the next um, drop that I, it should be now, but because of this whole COVID situation, um, unfortunately, I, I can't get the the printers on operating at the moment. So it's kind of being put on hold, which is annoying because I want to drop it now. But the new design is really nice. Um, you know, I personally think it's the best one yet. It's one that's been in my mind since the first drop. And I've done others in between. But like this is the one that I'm really proud of the most. Um, and I'm going to do 45. So it'll be limited to 45 um, on this one. I'm trying to keep those Jordan numbers, you know. Um, and hopefully, again, people will, will like it and we'll, we'll see how it goes from there. And maybe, you know, if that one goes well, I'll think about doing doing bigger numbers in the future. That's cool. That's, That's awesome. super cool. Yeah. So here's one question. So would you ever want to, like, if you had the opportunity, you know, would you ever want to design your own sneaker? Yeah, for sure. But it's weird because I don't sit down and draw sneakers like I did when I was a kid. Yeah. But I don't sit down now and draw sneakers. I think, you know, I sit down and, and think about and think about clothing um, more. But yeah, man, I, 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 I'm sure anybody who's into sneakers and is into design. That's true. what I'm saying. Very I'm like, true. this question is going to be yeah. kind of redundant. Like, I probably know your answer. And plus, it just kind of blows my mind with how many like, you know, how many mass produced shoe models there are every single year. Like, how do you come up with a how do you come up with the KD, you know, 15? How do you come up with the Kyrie 7? How do you, like, eventually, like, on this most recent Kyrie, I know that they kind of repeated almost what looked like the Nike Yeezy. So it's like, yeah. eventually, you're going to run into those problems. It just blows my mind how you can continue to produce shoes that are going to sell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and actually, one of the things which intri- has really interested me, which I've only found out in the last year or so um, through um, kind of getting to know designers um, and stuff is that, the people who design the shoes don't necessarily design the colorways as well. Oh, wow. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, so like, yeah, like the, with the, I don't, yeah, I don't know if people really know that. Like I certainly didn't know that, but I shot the, um, the Westbrooks that came out last year. Um, I took some photos of those for, um, for uh, a, a store over here. And um, the designer of them actually saw the pics and loved them and reposted them. Um, he's actually at Adidas now, but um, I still speak to him. He's a really nice guy. So, yeah, we kind of built a relationship um, just through talking about the shoe, um, which was really cool, Not something I hadn't ever done before. And um, I was, like, saying to him, oh, what other colorways are coming out? He was like, to be honest, bro, like, I just designed, like, the shoe and the base colorway, and then after that it goes to the designers. 
uh, and wow. they come up with all the crazy ideas. That's crazy. So yeah, he just builds like the construction of it. Wow. wow. Yeah, definitely. So if you follow like on Instagram, people like I think it's Kelsha Marie or Kelsha Mary. I don't know how you spell it probably, but she's the one who's designing like all the Jordan thirty fours, like all the colorways that Jason Tatum's been wearing. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. So she just she won't. She's not a shoe designer. She just does the colorways and the designs and the uh, creation behind that. Wow. There okay. have been some pretty pretty sick colorways of the thirty four that Jason Tatum's worn. And that Zion's worn. I mean, those that sh- I love that shoe model too. We actually uh, we, we did, did a, a shoe review on it, on, it yeah. uh, on the Blue Void one. Mm-hmm. Whenever they first dropped, oh, yeah. We, yeah, we got that shoe and went and did a review at the like a performance review at the gym. And that, that shoe plays yeah. so nice, in my opinion. I think it fits great. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, again, I I got a pair to to review earlier in the year, and I absolutely love them as well. And I've um so I got them, and then since then, like six guys on my team have all got them as well because I'm just talking about them all the time. So um, light for a Jordan. I agree with so you. light for a Jordan. Yeah, yeah, and, and you you forget you've got them on. That there's no there's no kind of wearing in stage or anything like that. They're they're ready to go straight away. Right, definitely, definitely. So, uh, if is there a collaboration out there that you would like to see you know done with the shoe? Because you see all these different collabs of like Sakai collabing with Nike. You've got you know these Coca Cola collabs. Yeah. You've got like Off-way, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Is there like a shoe in a specific collab that you would like to see? I think for me the importance of the collaborations is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the for example the the, the Union is such an authentic collab um, because right. Union is a store which has been around for so long. And the storytelling, you know, with that shoe is is so perfect. Um, you, you, you know how how it's deconstructed, built up again, the colorways that they chose, the the way that they dropped it was so authentic. And like the Nigel Sylvester as well, you know, that's mm-hmm. such a great story. And right. you know, <clears throat> for me, that's just the most important thing. So it would, I, I don't like it when things are forced. You know, when when things are kind of put together or. Um, when it seems like a way that it's not organic. Right. So for me, it would need to be a, a store. And I like it when it's stores as well, because I feel like a lot of the stores don't get the recognition necessarily they deserve. Like, right. um, do you know what I mean? Like sometimes there's a, a lot of stores out there, like we, we all know Kith as a brand and their collaborations. Right. There are lots and lots of sneaker stores, which, you know, are, are a lot smaller, which have been doing things for a long time, you know, which maybe deserve to, to get a collaboration to, to, to put across in a shoe what they've been doing for a long time for the community. Yeah, because I know be cool. that there's some there's some stores like I know that I have actually both colorways or at least two colorways of the uh, Adidas NMD that collabed with Champs, the uh, Champs store. So yeah. I've got those colorways and I, I do like it whenever they're able to because I know Kith has done a lot yeah. of cool stuff with like, you know, all different kinds of uh, shoes. So And Adidas did the, the NMD with Nice Kicks as well. That was a really nice pair. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I never thought of that. I always thought of like big brands. I always or think of like whenever I think of collaborations, is the immediate thing that comes to my head is like a person, like Travis Scott or Virgil Abloh, yeah. or I, and it's never it's never like you know a brand to me. It's more of like a person. Like what person's going to collab next? Is it going to be yeah. you know? Is it going to be ASAP Rocky with Under Armour? Is it going to be another one of those like type of situation? Yeah. And those things are cool, but again, I think they need to. There needs to be a creative idea behind it. Like there needs to be a reason for doing it, yeah. mm-hmm. or it needs to be something which has happened organically. You know, a bit like with Elali May with 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 Jordan. She was she was always rocking Jordans. You know, she was a big Jordan fan already, and uh, so 
that just naturally came into that collaboration. And, that uh, Jordan like, collab was, oh my gosh. I know it's one of the pairs I don't have, and I wish I, I did. That, I saw that shoe. I know. I know that we went the, for the him. We tried. One, yeah, right? We tried yeah. to get him, and we didn't get him. Yeah. I was like, I just wanted to get that shoe just so I could see it in hand. I just wanted to have it in yeah. my hand. Yeah. It was crazy. That shoe. And it's was a so really nice. beautiful pair. Yeah. yeah. I believe that. I so believe that. Those kind of collaborations um, work well. I think when they're you know when they're organic. But yeah. It doesn't for me sometimes you're like oh another collaboration like with with somebody just because they're yeah, a rapper yeah. or just because right that's true you know just for the sake of it sometimes yeah yeah that makes yeah. sense so could you you know could you explain the uh, thought process that goes through or the work you know before you, you what's the shot for like a shoe that comes out so like you you get a new shoe in and you're like okay how do I want to take a picture of it like for your Instagram that, and stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah oh thank you thank you um it's, it's tough because yeah uh, i think i get inspired by so many different things so sometimes there'll be a story that i want to tell with the shoe mm. so sometimes i'll pick out either elements of the shoe or elements of what the design and the creativity behind it has been and try and put that across in the shot um and sometimes i'll try and tell my own story with it so if it's something that i relate to that shoe because of this or for me you know these things work well um with that shoe and then sometimes i'll just be thinking like that that's dope that's really cool those colors work well like I i'm gonna put those together right. um and i like it again to be kind of natural like you've probably seen like everybody always talks about there's always plants in my picture because um our house is full of plants and i i just love the world you know that's um, there you go. So there's always things like that. And I'll also try and put some of the memorabilia and, you know, some of the things that I have as well into shots as well, because for me, that's, that's that story. That's, that's what's behind it. And most of the time it's going to be related back to, to Mike, you know, to Jordan. Right. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, we've done a, we've done a few pictures of shoes and it's really tough to like, not just post a picture of a shoe, like to make sure the set is all right and the lighting. So, you know, kudos to you, man. You, you've got it figured <laughs> yeah. out. But like, yeah, even then, like whenever we see photos of shoes, like or whenever I'm scrolling through my feed and I see photos of shoes that are like, you know, not just taken of the shoe on the box in a room with a white background, but you see it with, you know, different splashes in the background or you got plants or you're like not near the water or something like that. It's always just like brings your attention to it a little bit closer. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's that's so important, isn't it? There's, there's so much out there. And there is there is just so many good photographers, as well as so many people who are good at kind of the photos that they take as well. Mm -hmm. um, that It's nice to be able to make something stand out, but also to have your own touch on it as well. So I think the biggest compliment for me was a, a couple of years ago when someone who I really respected, who's a photographer, said to me, I know it's your shot before I see your name underneath it. Like, oh, and that's so cool. you kind of yeah. have your trademark yeah that's yeah awesome. you're like if i see it yeah if i see it featured on another page i'll know it's yours before i before I, I see your name and and that was when i was like okay like maybe i do have my own style now that is cool and that's, that's yeah mistaken. sorry oh no i was just gonna say so like yeah that's that's one thing trying to struggle to find the balance between not wanting to repeat your same shot over and over but if it does yeah. work and people are liking it then you kind of have to stick with that if people are feeling it you know yeah, definitely. And I see, you know, a lot of the time that people, um, yeah, 
and, it, and it's what they want to do, which is fine. So I'm not saying it's, it's, it's not cool, but there are people who are quite formulaic with what they want to do. So they maybe have three or four shots, which they repeat. Mm-hmm. And if that works for them and, and that's what they want to do, then that's, that's fine with me. I don't, I don't hate on what anybody else does, you know, right. if, if it works for them. Um, but I completely agree with you that there's this sometimes as well. I, I will as well. Like I know I can take like a top down shot, like with a bit of a plant coming in and a shoe, a box of ones on an angle half opened up and that would be like a really nice shot that would you know probably get lots of traction but then there's also this part of you which makes you think like i can do more than that like i I can be more creative than that and put a lot more into that shot and tell more of a story with it right and it's all trial and error i mean you put it out there you see what gets good feedback i mean that's what i'm saying it's everyone's own experience you know Definitely, man. Definitely. And sometimes like, and I don't mind. So if I put a shot out that I'm really pleased with and it like, it doesn't do very kind of in brackets well, like on Instagram, I'm all right about it if I'm really proud of it. Right. And also like if some of your people that you look up to comment on it, share it, talk, like message you about it, then I'm like, okay, like that's what I wanted from it because I realize it's not going to be like something that the masses might enjoy. Yeah. But people who understand what I'm trying to do here will get it. Right. Exactly. That's so true. For sure. Yeah. So uh, next, moving on. So where do you see the like sneakers or where do you see the sneaker culture like kind of moving f- in the next five years? Yeah, it's been really interesting to to see um, like reflecting back over the last five years, um, thinking about like when I moved to New Zealand, I was I was really into ones and actually people were were really into Yeezys at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was kind of getting Adidas Yeezys like 2015, 2016, and I was buying all the ones because they were they were selling like you know for retail. Right. Um, and then kind of 2017, 18, 19, and now like people just love ones. You know, everybody's that's really been the wave. And what we're seeing now is Nike kind of pushing. Air Force Ones and Dunks. Yeah, the Dunks. Uh, are mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Are just making a comment. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, no, I was just saying, I know that, like, that's something that me and uh, Chase have talked about is, like, even, like, I'm uh, I'm a huge sneakerhead, and I've just recently kind of jumped on the bandwagon of getting Ones. Like, I got my first pair of Ones probably, I got my first pair of Ones probably, like, a couple months ago, and now I already have, like, seven, eight. And it's like, how did it take me this long to really appreciate this shoe? It's just one of those things where I never really focused on it, and then, and yeah. then it just happened. But actually, I know other guys like that as well who you you know that they haven't had a pair of ones, and they get a pair of ones, and they're like, "Oh shit! Like these really are like as good as people say they are." And then you end up getting loads of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, like for me, Nike, uh, you know, they know exactly what they're doing. And, right. you know, ones have been really popular there. So you're looking at ones that kind of the, the top tier sneaker heads who kind of know, know their shit, you know, they're into ones. Right. And then they'll be, they'll be releasing or as they have done, lots of mids, you know, for kind of the, the general market who see a Jordan one and don't understand, like necessarily know the difference or care right. the difference between a, a high and a mid, and they can obtain a mid from any champs or any footlocker. So they're buying lots of those as well. Mm-hmm. And then Nike sees that because this level influences the level below, you know? Yeah. So what what we wear and, and post on Instagram, that influences this person here who's not really that into sneakers. They just want cool shoes. Mm-hmm. So now Nike starts to bring in other silhouettes back again, like the Dunks 
and again you know the people who are at this level start buying dunks and that will filter down that people will be buying and um you know general release dunks and air force ones and and things that are kind of similar looking silhouettes as well right and i was just talking to him today about it like sneaker the sneaker if you're a sneakerhead and you're in the sneaker industry you know that no one really feels the mids like it's just not really a thing you know it's high or it's low but no one like oh everyone you know there's a new drop we just got the uh chicago black yeah, toe jordan out. ones yeah, yeah i got them right over there and uh you know they're gonna flip but it's not gonna be if you were to get a high everyone's like oh i wish this was a high i wish it was a low because you know if you're in the sneaker industry that's just that's just the vibe that it is right now the yeah. same way that yeah. about a year ago dunks were selling for 80 60 50 bucks and now if you yeah. get them you can turn them around for two three hundred bucks now yeah. it's crazy yeah definitely man but again nike are clever with that because mm -hmm. if you look at a lot of the recent collaborations you know the the milan's um some of the ones they brought out for all-star weekends um they're mids you know yeah. they're bringing out um lots of mids um, that's true blue yep. the great you know they're, they're all mids mm -hmm. and then people are like okay the mids are cool like i like this colorway maybe i'll buy another mid and there are mids which i like as well but mm -hmm. i agree with you generally uh, highs or lows are you know it's just kind of general feeling that people have and it's just it just takes a few people to just kind of sway your opinion and then you're just like all right Definitely. you know what fine mids are trash i guess i won't go like them <laughs> but it's like really though you know what though everybody thought lows were trash like mm -hmm. so true ago. yeah like 2016 i was buying lows chicago's bread the royals they're all there in the sales you know, I was buying them for, for 60, 70 pounds because nobody wanted them. Mm -hmm. I've I done some custom shattered backboard lows and posted them. I think that was 2016 or 17. And people were like, ah, they're cool, but lows are trash, you know. Oh, and man. and then, you know, a few years later, Jordan Brand are bringing out a shattered backboard low. And everybody's like, ah, oh, it's a general release, but I have to have it. <laughs> <laughs> it, so it goes in cycles. Yeah. And, and, you know, probably the Travis Scott lows coming out. Everybody, you know, people were like, oh, Travis Scott's got a low, so it's cool again. Yeah. Yeah. And the dunk. I know that the dunks blew up big time. Yeah. But that was just like, honestly, that was actually there's some colorways out there. You know, I, I will find interest in shoes based off of like the popularity of a rapper, of course. But like. Definitely, if the, if yeah. the actual like design and colorway of the shoe matches with it then that then you know that shoe's about to go nuts yeah, yeah definitely yeah. And, and it has to be again you're looking at that storytelling with it aren't you as well like mm -hmm. it, it, it it's not necessarily enough just to have a rapper co-sign like it still needs to be a dope shoe which because, is why you don't like, see it that often sorry which is yeah which is why you don't see like a ton of like there's a ton of rappers out there that could make that you would think would have their own <laughs> shoe but it has to work right exactly that like if you think some of the the drake ones that came out yeah like i was just eights, about to mention that really yeah. About yeah they were yeah those yeah they just mm -hmm. didn't i mean it just didn't flow like which you would never expect because drake is probably the one of the more widely known rappers in the world you know definitely but when you've done a black and white 10 you've done a you know you've done a black and white um is it did you do a 13 no it did a black and white 10 I'm trying Which to remember. Liked, like the white ones came out, then the, then, yeah. the, then the blacks came out, didn't they? And they were more widely released. And then the eights came out, and people were like, we, we just had a 10, man, in the same color. Like, <laughs> and that, that flows back into authenticity yeah. and, you know, not copying other things yeah. like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so moving on, you know, this is kind of just more of a generic question, but how do you keep your pairs clean? Oh, um, so I. I I mean, I clean my stuff regularly because 
you know, if I'm taking photos of it, then I, I'll always clean it. And uh, I think cleaning is something I've be got better at over the years because I now I understand that you need a soft brush, you know, for the soft leather suede. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to touch at it. Not too much water on there. Right. The soles you need, you know, how, but so all that kind of stuff. Um, and also, I mean, you really like don't wear stuff that much. You know, like I like to think I, I wear everything that I've got, but I only have three days in the week and the evenings when I'm actually going to wear stuff and I'm not really going to double up on stuff. Like right. I'm not going to wear something two days in a row unless I'm really, really into it or I'm away somewhere. So actually it's not getting that dirty anyway. That's exactly. Um, and yeah. I tell him, I'm like, people always ask me because like uh, out of my friend group and like all the people I know, I'm far and wide the biggest sneakerhead of all of them. So it's like I have the biggest collection. It's pushed up north of 150 before I'm selling it down now. But yeah. they're always like, you know, how do you keep your shoes so nice? And I'm like, well, if I were to wear a different pair of shoes every single day, I could wear <laughs> this pair of shoes now and not wear it again until six months from now. Exactly. It's like, that's why. People like I, the, the most common message I get from people is um, I want to buy a pair of 85 Chicago's braids, whatever. I want to buy a pair of 85 Jordan ones. Are they going to be wearable? And I'm always like, yeah, like they're still wearable, like because the, the soles are different from like the twos and threes and stuff like that, right. you know, which crumble. Um, and they're like, oh, but will I be able to wear them every day? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> you are not wearing those every day. There's like, not a shoe that you can wear every day. Yeah. Like, why would, first of all, why would you wear them every day? Like, and, and people are always like, no, I want to wear them all the time. I'm like, yeah, but you say that about every shoe you buy because when you buy it, you think you're going to wear it every day, but you're a sneakerhead. So you, <laughs> you have 100 pairs of shoes. Right. You're not going to wear any of the things you've got every single day. And you've got a pair of 85s. They're going to be pretty special. You're probably going to pull those out once or twice, three times a year for an event or, or, or when you want to flex, you know? Exactly. And I have such a reverse mindset to that as a sneakerhead is I'm always, I get the shoe and I'm like, I never want to wear it. You know, I just want to sit it on my shelf. I want to look at it, you know, 20 to 30 times a day. I want to pick it up. I want to smell it. And then I want to put it back on the shelf. Uh, bro, and there's, there's this thing that sometimes I like to buy used pairs, like, because I know I'll wear it. There you go. Like, so if I can go on eBay and I can save, you know, a, 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 maybe if I can save 30, 40% of the, of the dead stock price on StockX by buying a pair that's been worn once or twice, yeah. I'm buying it because one i'm saving money and secondly i'm actually going to wear it because it's already been worn exactly whereas sometimes like those the the 85s you know the black and reds that came out this year right mm -hmm. um like i fucking love those i'm so pleased i got a pair but i haven't worn them yet because i'm like <laughs> oh i don't know where i want to want to wear them yeah because like, once they're open <laughs> once they're open it's, it's toast from there it, you know it is yeah. such yeah it is such an anxiety like just seeing it and you just you want to wear it but you just can't <laughs> It's so weird. But yeah. there's also times where I've been to a store and got a pair and put it on right then and there and walked out in it because I'm like, fuck, I want to wear this pair so much. Exactly. I've yeah. definitely done that before. I've definitely done that before. <laughs> yeah. So and I uh, saw someone on Instagram saying, oh, yeah. you, people who do that are idiots. Like, how can you do that? You need to go home and put it in your, in, in, you know, in your lounge and, and look at it for a few days and, and enjoy it. And I've done that as well. But it doesn't matter. It's your shoe at the end of the day. Yeah, it's going to go on your foot. Yeah. Exactly. You want yeah. to buy it and never wear it, that's fine. You want to wear it out of the store, that's fine. It's your money, it's your shoe. Yeah, yeah. it's not a one size fits all type of type of situation. Yeah. It's you know, everyone does their own thing, you know. Exactly. At that. the end of the day. So what would you say uh 
are some of the things you do in your free time, you know, aside from, you know, designing sneakers and whatnot? Um, so I, I'm a big basketball um, fan, so I watch a lot of NBA. Um, yes. And I, I still play as well. So um, so I play in, a, in the league here. Um, so, yeah. Um, so hooping, watching hoops, and actually taking photographs of sneakers takes up a lot more time um than uh than i like to think it does but yeah probably um i, I try and do it in blocks if i can so mm. if there's something which comes in from a from a brand or from a store which needs shooting then i'll you know spend an evening doing that and editing the photos so i can get it out you know because it, sometimes it's a quick turnaround like the next day or the next two days like so you might have a shoe which is releasing on the saturday but I don't actually receive it maybe until the Thursday or the Friday. So right. sometimes I'll just have an evening to shoot and edit something. Um, so it's quite a quick turnaround. So yeah, that takes up a lot of time as well. But yeah, apart from that, just hooping and um, working on, on designs and yeah, just chilling out like most people do when I there can. You go. I can definitely relate to hooping. I mean, I love basketballs. I went to college to play baseball, but basketball is easily my favorite sport. If I was, if I was five inches taller, I would have gone a different route, but I'm sitting here at 5'10 <laughs> and I just cut my losses and played baseball. <laughs> How did, yeah. it, how did it go at college? It was good. We actually, uh, that's how we met. We yeah, played baseball met. together in mm -hmm. college. Yeah, it was super oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we played baseball together in Illinois in college, and the rest is history. Now here we are doing a podcast. Yeah. Fast forward three years later. So. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So so, baseball is really small over here, but um, whenever I've been to the States, I've been to games. Um, it's, it's, I like it, man. It's a good day out. It's a definite. It's a definite uh, better to watch in person than on TV. Hundred percent. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And and it, you can, like my experience of it has been that you can go to a game and um, some people only come for like half of it or you know like people are really casual about it and you can see obviously people who are season ticket holders kind of meeting up and it's yeah. more of a get together like it's, yeah. it really it's is. Really it's, yeah, mm -hmm. America's pastime. For yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. But, uh... um, yeah yeah so um you know i see that you already have a bunch of shoes behind you but i just wanted to ask you what is your ideal collection are you more of a kind of quality over quantity or you just want to grab in everything you want or yeah so i think that has definitely changed over time as well so um there was definitely a period um maybe like 2012 um yeah yeah 2010 11 12 13 I was buying everything I could, um, anything with with Jumpman on it. Um, you know, I was buying, um, and then again, you know, like my experience going to New Zealand, I only took five pairs with me. I was there a year, and I finished with twenty five pairs, I think. Oh my god! So I I bought a lot in that time. <laughs> um, I had to post a lot back, um, but actually. Um, when I got back, I realized that I didn't need to have 150 pairs. Um, that actually I could, I could kind of cut down, especially on stuff that I knew I only had because I, I liked the shoe. Not that it was sentimental necessarily. So sentimental pairs I've still got, but if I just like like sevens, like the hairs, I love that pair, but I never ever wear sevens really. So yeah, pairs like that I sold. Yeah, eights as well, like playoffs and the uh, um yeah the, the playoffs so I, I had those and, and sold those as well so when i came back i actually sold a lot of my older stuff off um just because i wanted to cut my collection down so right now it's about 100 pairs 
Um, and I try and keep it around that level because I want to have a hundred pairs, which either mean something to me or that I'm really going to wear because I love. Right. And that's always, that's a tough transition to make. I know that I'm kind of going through that right now. I'm selling a lot of my previous pairs and you start to kind of understand that I, you know, I liked this shoe whenever I got it, but I really only got it because I saw that it was on sale or <laughs> then I'm looking at this shoe and I'm like, you know, I like this shoe model but let me see if I can find a better colorway that I like better and I'll just pay a little more. So if I can sell it for like 40 bucks and use that to knock $40 off my new price that I'm going to get, then it's, it's worth it to me. Yeah, man. And I feel exactly the same way, actually. Like if I can sell say, you know, five older pairs in order to, to fund something that I really want, then I'm going to be happy with that one pair that I really want. And that's yeah. what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a tough, the toughest thing was getting myself to start with it. You know, at first I sat down and I listed like, you know, 10 or 15 of my shoes for sale that, you know, I didn't really have a, a real big attachment to. And I'm like, oh, it kind of hurts to see my number go down, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, and then I sold those 10 pairs, bought one pair that I really liked. And I'm like, all right, this feels good. Let me try it again. And then I'm just keep yeah. on doing it again and again. Yeah. And actually it does feel good, doesn't it? Like when you start to sell stuff and you don't necessarily miss it, but you enjoy having the money and then yeah. enjoy buying pairs. And then you're like, Oh, I got, I feel like I got that pair for free. <laughs> you know, I exactly. Yeah. For money that, uh, pairs that I didn't want or I wasn't wearing anymore anyway. So they were, that was dead money effectively. Yeah. And so if yeah, you, actually I like having a, a clear out every so often. Yeah. And if you can, and if you can get yourself to sell a shoe, then that means you've gotten your use out of it in my, in my head. So yeah. as long as you had it, it served its purpose and you're ready to, you know, just let it go. Yeah. I, I could, there's only one pair that I really regret selling, which was the, um, the black and white Jordan one. Um, so I had to make a custom of it recently because th there was the time when Jordan brand were bringing out the, the breads, the Royals, the shadows, you know, they all came out again right. and it was all rumored all over the blogs. You know, these, these are definitely coming out again in remastered form. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sell these. Um, and I sold them for maybe like, cause they were worn, maybe like whatever retail was. Cause I'd want them, um, loads. Right. And then they never come out again. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, and you just never know. That's the toughest <laughs> thing is you got to be on the inside to know what's going to restock and what's definitely. not. Definitely. And, and, you know, a lot of the blogs are really, really good. Like, they get it spot on most. Like, like right. Zed, Sneakerhead, uh, Zed. Like, it, that guy is really, really good um, at knowing what's coming out. But they only go off the color codes. Mm -hmm. So you don't actually know what's coming out again. So, like, with the with the, the breads, the 85s, which came out, everybody thought they were going to be breads. Mm. You know, but, but they weren't. Obviously, they're the, the you know, it's kind of a, a reverse colorway. Yeah. But from the color code, you know, everyone was like, oh, the breads are coming out again. They're, they're definitely coming out again this year. And then you punch in and, that style code and it's something different. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 exactly that. Uh, yeah. For sure. So we ask all of our guests this question on the podcast. What is your all-time grail and do you currently own it? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. So um, so I guess my, yeah, my all-time grail is the, well, I can get them because they're, they sit in a glass case right here, so it's the, oh, there you the, go. the 85 Chicago. Oh, the OG. Dang. Yeah. Um, and I paid 350 ships for these. Like, <laughs> wow, that's, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. It was really good. Like now. And it resembles the, the Chicago Black Toe quite a bit that just recently dropped. It just basically, just off of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. So that's a nice shoe right there. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, those are a shoe that I always wanted that I managed to get for the right price. I would really love the um the natural gray, the, the eighty five um natural gray Jordan one. I'd really really like those. Definitely. Because um, obviously they've never they've never come out again, but the prices on those are just crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. For sure. So that's so definitely a grail. And then apart from that, um, I've always wanted a pair of the Duck Threes. Um, oh really you know, the, the white yeah the white oregon threes wow those yeah and getting those uh getting those college specific shoes always make it a little bit tougher you know makes yeah, you wish you would have just played there right <laughs> yeah if i was never good enough yeah <laughs> they, they used to i don't know what they go for now i don't even look they they used to be um years ago they were like three grand and i was always like oh man like if i if i could I could probably justify that if I sold lots of bits and they're probably way more than that now. I don't even look. Anymore. The longer you wait on yeah. those, that's the toughest. Some, thing. some shoes. Yeah. Definitely. Like the, the, the blue unions, when they yeah. first dropped, they were going for, for like, cause I got the black toes, but the, the blues were going for like six, seven. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not paying that much money for a pair of shoes. Yeah. And now oh, like three, four. Yeah. Yeah, stupid money. Yeah. Just real quick, what's your take on the Dior? Um, so genuinely, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, "Is just are they just doing it for the sake of doing it?" And actually, watching the process behind making it, watching it was the video with Sean Wotherspoon. Okay, um, yeah. talking about it, and and when they were talking about the inspiration behind it um the detail that they put into it everything like that I, I really think it's it's a really nice quality shoe i'm not sure if it's a two grand shoe um but if i could get one i would love that if you could get yeah, one would you I get would, it in lower hut if i could get it i don't mind the lows the lows are nice actually mm -hmm. um probably the highs um if i had a choice if i could get either i would but i i would i don't think i'd ever wear it there'd be something that maybe just goes on display oh for sure yeah it's definitely that's more like an art piece compared to yeah. that's where it kind of gets separated from you know it's a nice shoe that i'll put on that's a that's a, that's on the wall for sure i could never crease yeah. that shoe if i no. creased that shoe I, I would shed some real tears <laughs> yeah but also i'd love to see somebody like you know just wearing it oh just out to dinner you or something you just out at the grocery oh. store yeah. and someone's walking rocking the dealers and you're just like what are you doing you couldn't do you that you'll get jumped oh well you know if somebody's like spent two grand on a shoe just to fuck it up like they've got serious money yeah for real like yeah that's the other thing with it as well like you know, if people are buying it at two grand, I think the resale, you know, could be 15, 16, I don't know. That's what they're saying. That's what they're mm -hmm. estimating it yeah. at. Oh, yeah? They're yeah. estimating <laughs> it at like north of $10,000, so. Because the people who are buying it aren't really going to be sneakerheads. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, they're going to be people who want a Dior Jordan sneaker because they love Dior and they yeah, understand yeah, yeah, what yeah, Jordan yeah. is. And they, they, they know that's like the ultimate kind of sneaker, you know, for, for someone who's who's living in that in that kind of salary i guess yeah it's gonna be crazy when that thing comes out i can't i literally can't imagine how the how it's even going to be taken or how it, the, the process it, it was supposed to be now wasn't it yeah, yeah. they just have to keep pushing it back yeah. with everything going yeah on. I, I haven't heard anything about it i, I have yeah, since so that I in, yeah um i know in the uk it was going to be like a, a raffle process yeah um at, at selfridges and then yeah you'd have the you won the raffle you then have the opportunity to to buy um and if you didn't get the high you could go for the low 
Oh, okay. Um, cool. But I don't think you could go for both. So gotcha. yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, how it happens, and and also how this whole thing affects all the releases that yeah. as well. Definitely. Yeah. So we are on our final question of the podcast. Um, Mark, if you could choose, who should we have on the next episode of the show? <laughs> okay, that's a good question. Um, it I gives mean, you a chance to plug I, uh, anyone that's helped you out or anyone that you know that would maybe be interested in kind of like just kind of expanding yeah, on their story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've had, yeah, I've been so lucky to, to meet some really good people over the years. Um, as far as storytelling goes, um, DNA Mac, I think I had him on my live a couple of weeks ago. He's got an absolutely unbelievable collection, but also that guy has been through some serious adversity in his life um, and has some great stories which um, can definitely um, help people maybe who are going through those things. But also I think people can relate to, you know, what he's been through and uh, and come out the other side of as well and who he is as a person. He's just a really good dude. He's, yeah, funny guy. So, yeah, I, I would say he, he would be the next person to, to get on. I think he, he can talk forever. So, yeah. There we go. Great. Awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely <laughs> yeah, hit him up on Instagram Yeah, or we'll just get that. Yeah, we'll get that contact info from you. But uh, that's yeah, going to over to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we appreciate that. But that's going to wrap it up for uh, this episode. If you like this episode, please feel free to follow and show your support by liking, following, subscribing to whichever platform you're listening to. And thanks again for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. That's going to wrap up today's episode on ShoeCast. If you like the episode and you want to hear more, please feel free to subscribe. If you want to connect with us on other social medias, click the link in the description. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace.